Welcome everybody to the Trek Time Trek Show. We are back again to deliver all the hey. Thank you for following. Thank you very much for following. We got a lot of red alarms today. Uh, yes, welcome to the Trek Time Trek Show. We're going to be talking all things Star Trek today, latest news, but more importantly, I am here with Cranky, who has just subscribed yet again. Thank you very much. Always goes bedlam at the start of the stream, doesn't it? Uh, thank you very much. Yes. Order's not even here to be interrupted. I know it's just me, and I just talk over it. It's fine. Uh, no, thank you for anyone that has subscribed. And remember, all our subscriptions or any of that just go straight to charity. We are good people. That's what we do. Anyway, Cranky is here on my right, and dealing with my manic energy below me is Stars and Garters. How Doing is my best. everyone? <laughs> yes. How is everyone this? Fine evening, afternoon, morning, from whichever time you're in. Doing all right. <laughs> I know, you <laughs> Guess what? I, I, you can't see it, but I'm not wearing pants because it is awful in the it UK so right awful. now. The I'm heat is jeans. awful. I'm wearing jeans and instantly regretting it. Like, this is why did I not change? I'm only wearing a t shirt <laughs> because my vests are all in the wash at the moment. <laughs> Welcome to Clothes there. Watch, Watch, Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, all the latest fashions of the Trek Time crew. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about some new figures, some new news in the world of NFTs. Oh joy, that old thing! Paramount selling more of its stock off, and maybe we'll have a little bit more Star Trek Four. Watch, watch, watch coming up. Uh, so look out for that. But first, very first, we, me and Cranky, went to something very exciting uh, last weekend. We went to Destination Trek, and. It was fun. It was really good. We had a great time. We're going to talk about it, aren't we? We've got some, maybe awesome. some video as well. <laughs> first off, first off, first off, um, Star, sorry you couldn't come. I mean, uh, yeah, we, there was only limited space on the bus. Financials being what it were and work and everything, but guess what? I'll but make no, it next year. 
definitely missed you definitely missed all, Walt as well who came with us last yeah. well to tell the story for those that don't know we went to go to last year's Star Trek convention booked the tickets in the hotel which then got cancelled so we decided to have a bit of a piss up in London anyway which was quite fun but it was quite good anyway <laughs> Oh, we had a great time, went to the British Museum, it was great fun. We did, we went to the British Museum, we went to Forbidden Planet and spent too much money. When it's dead this year, went to Destination Trek. As you always do. And spent too much money. Uh, it, yeah, it was a, it was a, lot of, a lot of fun. I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of uh, groups and people that we met there. So I was sort of out there talking to various people. I want to th uh, thank the USS Ranger fan group, who we met at the, in the merchandising stall. I want to have a, sh a shout out to Pub Trek, uh, another Star Trek podcast. You guys should come and go and check out. Met them at the bar after they saw me in my very embarrassing uh who wants where to else be... would you meet pub track exactly exactly uh after my very embarrassing uh encounter at the who wants to be a latin millionaire which we will talk about a little bit later uh shout out to yeah. retrek who we went to their panel and um, they were very amusing very entertaining uh they did they did a kind of version of our pros and cons but they called it top trumps and it was actually actually i kind of think it's a little bit better but hey there it is um we i think we're going to talk to them and say like hi can we steal that yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun um, shout out to Geek Station, to Space Dock Birmingham, and to the Wolf 359 Project. If you've not seen them on Twitter, they've got a whole um, written book about various stories coming from Wolf 359. It's very good, and I've got a patch off them, which is somewhere not here right now. It's over, over there worth checking out and also shout out to ed zephyr the kirk impersonator who was there who was very uh, entertaining and very good and very nice actually speaking to us as well and if you've not had a check him out he's got a production on youtube at the moment called star trek infinities so uh, worth checking out go and have a look at that um yeah where, where, where do you want to start with this cranky also a uh, shout out to geeky guys on youtube oh yeah they uh, they were doing uh, reviews of the whole week oh cool right awesome yeah, I think they've got some videos. I think they just did their day two review, didn't they? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was an awesome weekend. It was... Uh, obviously, it was both of our first mm. Star Trek conventions. It was the first of both of us. So it's like... It's my first time. Getting your feeling, getting your feeling for things and working out how things go. And yeah, it was, it was everything I wanted and more. Basically. It was... I was just saying to stars before the show, it was very strange because I just took my, my yellow jacket, my, my, my sort of, you know, strange uh, Discovery mm. Season 2 Enterprise jacket. And I thought, well, you know, they'll do. I mean, I don't want don't to be too overdressed and uh, things like that. And then I walk in, like, there's Portal 63 over one side. There's a whole bunch of Sith yeah. Klingons. As people in full regain, it's like, what am I thinking? I'm coming to a Star Trek convention. Of course people are going to be dressed up. Like, people are there having yeah. their breakfast in full Starfleet uniforms. I'm just like, oh, okay, I am with my people now. This is <laughs> this is what happens. See, see, I had quite the opposite uh, <laughs> effect when I first walked in because I walked into a hotel full of people dressed in full Starfleet uniforms and... <laughs> full Klingons and I walked in in ripped off shorts and a punk vest. <laughs> you were, you were, you were, you were like, sorry, the, the bodybuilding contest is over there. Yeah, Finally. and there's, there's people sort of going, is he in the right, does he know this is a Star Trek convention? <laughs> I think we did see, actually, we did see two mirror Picards there, didn't we? And there was one mm. that was, I think it was living down, uh, or staying at the, the down the corridor for us and I think he'd just come for the gym because yeah, he was very yeah. amped up and I'm like, Are you, here? you can't be here for the Star Trek convention. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that, that was cool. Uh, like, there were so many cool cosplays out there. There were so many cool costumes. I think uh, one woman we were talking to had a very cool Raffi jacket from 
uh, Picard season three, and the, yeah, the detailing nice. was incredible. It's a cool like, jacket. It was a very cool jacket, and the you know the way it was all made up was absolutely amazing. Like having the pips already put into the jacket as well, so there wasn't you'd have to sit there and meticulously get them a ruler out and align it down. It was very cool. But she ended up turning up the next day in full um, Jadzia wedding dress from season. Yeah. Uh, from oh season, wow! Season oh, really you are cordially good. invited. Oh, that I forgot, is to, I forgot cool. to get the pictures up. I'll, I'll try and drag some pictures the in. Bit. Yeah, you know, you should have done the full like sprint, like you know, like I slideshow, and here's us doing this. Slideshow <laughs> <laughs> number seventy-nine. Indeed. I, I, think, I think Cranky's popped all on our Discord, so go and have a look on uh, Discord as, if you want to see a few few pictures and things that we took as well. Oh, just an FYI, our Discord link isn't working at the moment. I just got aware of that. Um, I don't know why, because Discord's fickle like that. But um, we can send links out. It's not a problem. We can, if you want to go and have a look at those. Um, well, oh, we got some gifts, didn't we? Because we, we got if we stay if you stayed at the hotel, which was a Hilton, mm. which was quite nice anyway. Uh, got got a nice destination trek bottle, which is now my favourite bottle. And it says if you look on there, it'll be Romulan ale bottle. Romulan ale, which is you know, nice. Got a uh, got a fun little notebook, like the notebook. It says it's you can't really see it because of the camera, but it says destination trek on it, and it's just. I don't know if the pen does. No, the pen's just quite generic. So it's a couple of fun little gifts just for just for turning if, up. If, if you stayed the Sunday night as well, you got a uh, yeah. destination trek branded um, power bank. Yeah. Which yeah, that, that's something. Hey, free power bank, cool. I'm definitely thinking next year. I mean, because they've already announced next year is Blackpool um, in July. Mm. I think it's July, June, July next year. I feel like, yeah. yeah, that's going to be a Blackpool. I'm already that thinking might like, be a bit more achievable for me. And to be fair, I've never been, so that would be cool. Ah, there we go. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking maybe it might do the three days for that one because I was like, I got to the Sunday, and although I was very hungover, I was a bit like, I don't kind of want to leave. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that there's still things going on until mm. sort of four or five in the afternoon, but you know you've got to try and get home. Yeah. I mean, you had, you had like a three three hour drive. Yeah. So you, you've got to and work the next day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll be definitely booking more time off. I mean, part of that is to blame for uh, one of our uh, colleagues turning up, Mr. Low Cost Monkey. Shout out to Low Cost Monkey for turning up. That man can put it away. But he turned up on the Saturday. (laughs) says, oh yeah, I'll just drop in. Bearing in mind he lives in Brighton. Turning up and... uh, Nottingham. Nottingham. Oh, Nottingham, sorry. Um, uh, He turned up and went, oh, how am I going to get home? Couldn't get the last train because he'd already missed it and then went and booked a hotel room. So he stayed there. he, he, He checked the train times. I think it was... There was a train, the closest station to the convention, there was a train mm. leaving at sort of 11 or 11.30, and he said, right, I'll jump on that one, that's fine. Didn't realise that that train went straight to the next station, and then there wasn't another train until <laughs> 8 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so so he had like a 12-hour 12, 12 wait or whatever it was, sat there, well, less than 12 Yeah, hours. for those of us like you who are oh, not uh, acquainted with British trains, it is possibly the worst train service in the entire world. It's not great. <laughs> it is not great at all. But um, yeah, he came and put a lot of drinks away and put a lot of drinks in us as well. <laughs> but very <laughs> yeah. chatty, we were, you know, very chat- chatting to everyone there. Just looking through uh, chat. Uh, you missed the Star Trek karaoke. I think we walked in just as that's when I arrived. I think it was one of the first okay, ones we saw. What, what, what would you play at Star Trek? It's going to have... Oh. Thank you for subscribing. Hey, Roko, he's been around for a while. Good man. Um, so you gotta have um, row, row, row your boat. Row, 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 You've... row. Oh, actually, my trigger's working now. Row, 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 row your boat. Um, you've got to have. Wrong trigger. Sorry. <laughs> this, this one. Row, row, row your boat. I love row. Do, do you know row, 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 row,
you've got to have pretty much all the uh, songs from Sus Bass Rhapsody, right? Absolutely, yeah. Um, you've got to have the Way to Eden song. Oh, yeah, the Glitch, glitch um, Trip Hop remix, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have <laughs> all the Klingon drinking. There were well. two songs, because they sung the very happy must have been, people yeah. hippie song, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you've got to have the Klingon drinking song from TNG and the other Klingon drinking song from DS9. Uh, what else do you have? There's the uh, Klingon Opera song, is it? Oh yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, something in Melota, yeah, Melota, the, um, Melota. And, yeah. And the and the keyboardist do, yeah. Melota, yeah, <laughs> on the really bad piano. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's really bad. Uh, I don't think there's anything in Voyager apart from Harry Kim uh, and the Kim Tones, no, and that's Doc, just Doc uh, them something. Uh, no, there is yeah. something. Yeah. Opera. Oh yeah, Opera, yeah, yeah, yeah Opera yeah. as well. You need a bit of um, yeah, uh, pruning. You're my sunshine. Yeah, you're my sunshine. Yeah, you got some Man, and then you got to have faith of the heart. Of faith of, yeah, of course. Bilbo Baggins by Lennon Nemo. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Uh, you got to have Rocket Man by Shatner. You got to. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you um, have to have Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Oh god, yeah. Can you imagine karaoke Sabotage? <laughs> I actually Keep got. Going. <laughs> whilst whilst I was driving, when I, about half an hour after I first set off. To drive into the convention, I texted into the radio station I was listening to and got them to play Beastie Boys and mention the Star Trek convention. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> nice. Is that classical music? <laughs> yes. I like the beats and the dancing, yeah. <laughs> the noise and the dancing. <laughs> and the it. shouting. The, the beats and the shouting, I think it was. The shouting, that's it, yes. No, sorry, fake fan. <sighs> you know what? Get that actress into fucking Strange New Worlds. I don't care. She's like too good yeah. to be wasted on the Kelvin movies. Well, she's, she's too good. I enjoyed her character a lot. She's up the wall because she was in the Mummy remake with Tom Cruise not long after that as well. Oh, so God, she's... that poor woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, um, you know, we gotta stop talking about like, nurture for a while. And if you guys have not seen this video, I need to no, know this is vitally important. This okay. is a public service I'm doing here, okay? <laughs> have you guys seen the 2017 Mummy trailer with Tom Cruise that had doesn't have the proper music and audio? I think I have. I've heard about this though. Oh, I think I may have seen it. I need to find it and you need to put it in the chat because it's the okay. single funniest thing I've ever seen okay. in my life. Like every time I. I <laughs> Oh, hang on. Um, yeah. Oh, do that. Um, see, Lek Leitner. I think that's how you say that one. Yes, I've been to DT, but I went for the dollar, dollar, dollar package, so I didn't see any of the community-driven panels on the second stage. I helped dismantle and load the bridge, transporter, and shuttle of the USS Riker's beard, though. That's something else I want to talk about. In one of the rooms, they had a full... Well, they had a full... Uh, what is it, the Type 1 shuttle? The very tiny one, like, that no one can really fit into unless you get really close and personal with your... With your oh, is that like the, one, yeah. oh, that one, I hate that one, but yeah, also they had, a, they had a replica <laughs> of that, and a captain's bridge you can sit... A captain's chair you can sit in and get photos, which was really comfortable, nice. actually, and a transport, yeah. mostly for photos and things, but that was run by the USS Riker's Beard... Uh, the Riker's Beard group, who are a... Uh, you, have, you have to mention the, um, the registration number of the shuttle. Oh, one, it made me smile every time I looked at it. Go on. Well, what is it? You know the classic thing when you're at school and you get the calculator. Oh, uh, <laughs> you you a certain five, series yeah. of numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shellcraft Marina as well. It was called. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, instantly I, I put the link to that thing nice. in the. It's under uh, Beasley McCoy is my my Twitch handle. So guys, you know, Trek fans or not, go and watch that video. It will make you laugh like a drain. <laughs> <laughs> I have to so I have to share it. It's too hilarious. Anyway, sorry, you were no, saying. No, you're right. You're you were right. doing something on, on point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the rock's big. Well, that, that was cool. But, um, 
the because I'm just thinking about as I was as we were doing it, as we were wandering through. So we went to the merch hall as well, the where they sell basically you know selling everything, and that's where the second stage was. Yeah, oh. me and Cranky spent a lot of time there, but I think we must have walked around it about about ten times just looking at things. And every time yeah. we're like, no look, they've got one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Um, I mean, the first time we walked around there was it was a, a holy experience seeing <laughs> seeing seeing not only all the things that I want. Yeah. But also seeing lots of the things that I've already got in the oh, prices yeah. that they're selling. Guaranteed, for there was a stall. You looked up, you pointed and said, oh, yeah, I've got one of those. Oh, yeah, I've got one of those yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and these are things. And they're not cheap anymore. I mean, like, oh. we do we see what Klingon Disruptor, a rare, was it the Diamond Select one or something like that? Yeah, um, I think um, Yeah, I think it was a Diamond Select one. It was, one of the, it was like the first run, the first edition of them. Yeah. I think they do a newer version. But, it was yeah, like 150 quid pounds. for that. Yeah, yeah. It looked good. Pretty like. Neat. But yeah, everything was going for too much money. But they and had like, I mean, well. pretty, go on, go on. <laughs> uh, pretty much every stall. No, no, you talk. No, pretty much every stall had uh, eagle moss on it. Like there was so much eagle moss out mm. there as well. And yeah, was, yeah. So I was, was going to say the, the diamond select ship, like the big size diamond select ships. They were. I remember looking sort of seven or eight years ago. I was looking at buying. Mm. They were sort of 80, 80 pounds a piece. They're like one hundred and fifty pounds plus now, depending on which model you're looking at. It's, I just so wish I'd have bought them all back when I could. Yeah. If anything, the values kept up quite a lot. But yeah. I was I was wandering around going like, right, I've got I've got myself some stuff, so I'll, I'll show that off in a minute. But I was like, right, I have to get something for the boys. So I got the boys a couple of uh, uh, Andorian antenna. Oh, he's gone. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no, here he is. <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, no, I've got my boys a couple of Andorian antennas. And I've got, oh, I got, oh, no, hang on. I've got something else. I forgot I bought this. Something else. <laughs> This is a. This is going to be a. This is going to be a, a channel point reward as well at some point. But uh... <laughs> have a nice, very good. Have a triple. It doesn't shut up. Well, it doesn't. I mean, it can't. My my <laughs> my youngest son was so afraid of it. I put it on the floor and just kind of like. <laughs> he was just like, "What's it doing?" <laughs> yeah. All right. Shut up now. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, that was. Guess what? Good luck getting it to shut up now. On, that was the, the soundtrack to the merch room. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I can't get it at all. I should hope so, to be honest. Go. Oh God, yeah, there no, actually, won't there stop we go. <laughs> yeah, I bought, bought that. I got, I got stars. You'll be happy. I got some Klingons. I got a wharf. These are only like eight quid each, but they're they're unboxed already. So yeah, the playmate. <laughs> the the stall is on him, but I yeah. do love it. That's it's good. cool. You can take this. You can take this. You can take it off. Yeah, uh, I got, a, I got an ambassador. <laughs> it all yeah. comes off. Uh, no, yeah, an ambassador wharf from um, uh, all good things. Got that one, yeah. and because I just wanted to complete the Klingon nice. trifecta, I got a Garon as well. Because fuck it, doesn't have nearly enough of the little medals and stuff like that. No, but it, it, no flare, some of the detailing is there. Yeah, no, no flare. flare. You have no flare. <laughs> look at look at Worf. He has many flares. I also got some classics from my youth as well. Books I'd lost: the Star Trek Encyclopedia. Oh, which goes, I love that book. Which goes up to I doesn't even have Voyager in it. I don't think. I think it goes. Yeah. Is it really that old? It is ancient. Because I think I have the updated version that does go up to Voyager, and I think nearly the end of DS9. Has, it doesn't even have the Defiant on it. We've just got DS9, so I think it's probably oh, wow. like DS9 Season 2. I got that. That's probably like the first edition right there. I got this, which is the Lost Voyage. Basically, all the scripts that didn't make it in from early TOS and early TOS. Oh, it's like Blood and Fire and stuff in and there, I'm guessing. Phase yeah. 2 scripts. I got the mm. Next Generation Technical Manual, because I just had to. Like, that's something to just flick through. And one also. Also, I had that I really like is the art of 
Uh, Generations and First Contact. It was a really cool sort of... Sorry. Really cool little sort of retro. You bought a lot more than I remember you buying. I just kept buying stuff and taking <laughs> to the room, yeah. <laughs> I have many rooms. He, he may have something of a problem. It's I'll fine. Got, it's so tight. You look around things and go, well, it's only eight quid. And I go, like, look at books. I nearly bought I mean, the motion picture on vinyl, the, the soundtrack, vinyl. didn't I? But they didn't take yeah. cards. I was just like, uh, it was the Leonard Nimoy Appreciation Group. And they, yeah, they're only taking cash, sadly. <laughs> well, um. I, that's kind of great. I love it. <laughs> Well, the guy... They had some very offbeat vinyls as well in that box. Some oh, very yeah. uh, things Baggins. like Nimoy had uh, narrated and things that Shatner had narrated and things all on vinyl. There was actually some Star Trek episodes. There was some like audio yeah, books yeah. in there as well, wasn't there? Which was really yeah. interesting. But um, yeah, original original series ones. Ed Zephyr's the Kirk impersonator stall was uh, very interesting because that was the Kirk and Spock appreciation group, and that was full of a lot of. Slash artwork, which was interesting, mm-hmm. it's a good good take. But yeah, he's definitely a, a, someone that's trying to preserve like artwork of various Kirk mm-hmm. and Spock things that have either been lost through time or have uh, recently come up. Even had like some cross stitch uh, little dolls as well, which is really fascinating. Yeah, little crocheted things. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. But he was quite cool. And um, we, you have to say he is a fantastic Kirk. Yeah, he like. really was. He's, he's really. Yeah, saw some of the pictures. Like, he didn't he have like surgery or something? Because like? I'm like, there's no way he looked that much like. Shatner. I think so. I'm not sure. We'd, I don't know for sure. We're, we're, we're presuming that he may have had some he was surgery. But not yeah. out of character the entire time. Even coming down for breakfast, no. he was there, full uniform, fully done up, and everything. Yeah. Like, he was connected we, we saw, right there. We saw him in the retrack room, and he was obviously in character for the whole of that uh, panel. Yeah. And then he sort of followed us up the corridor afterwards, and Idol tried sort of spoke to him and yeah. talking about the show. And he was Kirk the whole time. He didn't break character. <laughs> don't break character. Don't not once. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I, I the full I said, Kirk Lazarus. Yeah. I, said, I said to him, like, we've got uh, you know one of our good friends Shireporn, who was Kirk in the card, the musical. I said, "You have to come on. We'll have a Kirk, re- Kirk retrospective, and that that could be quite fun." Be quite, he seemed interested, mm. so I said, "I said I'll give him a message, and I'm going to also get a message to the Retrek guys and some others as well." A little, little, little networking, little networking. Yeah, do you know what? that's that's the one thing as well. I managed to. I took out two two hundred. I'm the real Kirk. <laughs> I took out two hundred <laughs> of these cards, and I got rid of pretty much most of them. But like, I was going up to random tables, and Cranky, you're like awesome wingman. Every time I went up to someone, you were behind me, just slapping stickers on. Tables, like. just throwing throwing stickers out. <laughs> like, Here, have these. It was great. Just talking to people, and yeah, yeah, I think I'm waiting for the bill from the Hilton for you putting them in various places that maybe you shouldn't have, <laughs> like in the stairwells and in the lifts. Yeah, yeah. Well, the one in the lift got removed, so I put another oh, one did there. It? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's paying attention then. Yeah. No, that was fun. Um, I try to think. What else did we do? I, I'll get. I want to get onto the, the the Who Wants to Be a Latin Millionaire later. Well. I'll, I'll tell you my highlight of the oh, whole yeah. weekend. My absolute fanboy moment was talking to JG Hertzler at the bar, just casually talking mm. to him, and him holding my Martok figure and taking a photo with me. Yeah, and nice. he was he was such a nice guy. He was um, really enthusiastic about the figure, like the uh, likeness. He, he like he said, he was amazed at how good it looked, and he didn't remember them. Obviously, he remembers when they first came out, and you say he didn't remember them being like that. He thought it was something I'd made, but I told him obviously it wasn't. I could have, mm. I could have claimed it was my own work. <laughs> but no, I'm it was, just it was, that good. I, yeah. I'm a master craftsman. Yeah, it was awesome talking to him. 
Mm. Really cool. He was he was cool because he was at the bar every night and like he was yeah. just there, just chilling out. And uh, the one thing I'm really happy about with like sort of the, the Trek community at large is like you know because we have breakfast and it's all like a big buffet breakfast and like uh, we saw Nicole de Burr down there and Ethan Phillips and uh, and Terry Farrell and everyone was coming down and grabbing their breakfast and people were just leaving them alone to have their breakfast. You know, walk mm. past, say hello maybe, and then just walk off. And that was kind of really nice to think that they can just sort of yeah. without going up and harassing. That's a good vibe, them. isn't it? I know, and even like you say, JJ Hertzler coming to the bar, people. Would just there talking to him he wasn't being hounded or anything or like everyone come up and i went except, up and except by me with my doll going, <laughs> will, you, will you hold my doll <laughs> yeah. and um yeah even you're I'm a special to... case cranky everyone sees you and they're like oh he's so, he's so sweet <laughs> but um even i went up to him and said you know mr Hertzler, you know just may i say thank you very much and he just turned around and he said you may not it's just a what? Sorry, and he goes, you may not, but I appreciate it all the same. And I was just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, oh my god, what talks that night? But uh, yeah, that was fun. But, but yeah, that and imbibing the large amounts of alcohol at that very expensive bar was uh, definitely yes. a few bottles. Yes, that's really why they host it. <laughs> but what else? No, JG has little say. He um, also hosts. He judged the Klingon mm. homemade card. Uh, homemade costume competition so basically what the premise Cling, was yeah cling on armor comp yeah everyone got put into a room with like loads of boxes sellotape um and a pens and wrap. stuff and bubble wrap and yeah. had to make their own armor in like what about an hour or something like half an hour and then i think it, I think it was like 30 40 minutes yeah. yeah and then jg hertzler came back and they had to announce what house they were from and what was on their armor and it was really fun it was really good it was we ended up watching that for yeah, a, I'm, I'm a little bit good we missed the start of that and the making yeah. of it I might, have, I might have joined in on that one it could have been uh, fun. yeah yeah the, the judging was really cool, Watch, watching everyone in their costumes. Yeah, there were some good costumes, actually. People really taking, like, getting the proper, like, spines down the back and everything, and the yeah, like, yeah. armour and everything. Just out of, like, old Amazon boxes of bubble wrap. It was great fun. Um, Guess but, what? You improvise. That's the mark of a good cosplayer. Indeed, indeed. So, one of the possibly most embarrassing moments for myself at the time, <laughs> and this is this is freaking awful. Um, it was brilliant. You won. <laughs> I did win. Oh, I wish I you were a, oh, no. you were so, a clever boy. <laughs> I was a very clever boy. I went. We went to the one of the, the where the merch was. There was another stage there, and they they had a thing called "Who Wants to Be a Latin Millionaire." So we said, "Oh, go and have a watch of that." And there was probably about 40, 50 people in the audience there at the time. Mm. So and they said, "Like, does anyone want to come up and come to the the, the come up and ch challenge to be who wants to be a, a Latin millionaire?" And there's no response for a while. And like, it's good like 30, 40 seconds. He goes like, "Anyone at all?" you know we'll we'll I'll come and find someone if we don't choose someone i was just like well shall i just you didn't i just said shall i do it? oh no, fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. so i put my hand up, i said, said yeah do, do it. it yeah that's <laughs> like i'll go do it so i got up there and they're asking me <sighs> hang on i can show you the video because <laughs> i've got some video he's cranking very nicely took some video oh, he's, he's bringing out the slack show everybody he's getting the clicker out oh, getting the clicker getting the clicker because this number one literally was <laughs> hang on let me share share me share my screen this was this was Right, here we go. Anyway, you should be able to hear this. Which of these characters is known for his saying, Live long and prosper? Now, you look like you already know the answer, but I'm going to give you the options anyway. Is it Captain Picard, Spock, Captain Kirk, or Data? I think I'll understand if I got this wrong. It is Spock. And yeah, that that was the caliber of questions, right? That was that was generally the the agreed sort of thing. Mm. But I'll, I'll skip ahead because hang on, there's there's quite a bit of this. Spock's father. The name is Spock's father. Hang on. 
I'll, I'll take the risk. And I'll go with Anne. Oh yeah, that was what, what was the highest rank in Starfleet? Hang on. <laughs> make it noise. Oh, here we go. I had to make it, everyone to make a noise. <laughs> Were you still drunk at that point? There is only one thing you scream at the Star Trek convention. What did Kirk scream on the asteroid in Wrath of Khan? It's quite Free inspired up. by that bit. Um, anyway, I, I won't show the whole thing. It's about like 10 minutes long. Anyway, um, so one of the questions i shit you not was on the on the star trek show ds9 what is the name of the space station and they asked mm -hmm. us like is it regular one is it starbase 375 is it deep space nine and i was just like i'm sitting here thinking like this is really I was, I, that's some real low ball right there like I, I think, i'm thinking of like when we had um what was it was yeah. it julian from the the, the quiz oh, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, on mm. the, the charity stream and like some of those questions were super granular like yeah. and even he was like oh, i didn't have a lot of time to prepare this and then like this guy's like doing a show at the con yeah but but hang on. It, it gets better because like w i think i remember what, what one of the one of the questions he looks at me and he goes like you know do you want to start using your lifelines please i'm like uh okay okay fine i'll, I'll start using it. yeah I sh actually Rigel Cummins is right i should have said terok nor that would have been a left ball he would have like no you're wrong and i'm like no fucking not I, I thought you were going to when he said oh, that inspired um, that's good that's good actually i like that <laughs> He'd be like, mm, I, can't I, think, wrong. I think my personal favourite question okay. was, what is a Vulcan mind meld called? Is it A, telepathy? Is it B, a mind meld? I thought it was a trick question. <laughs> I thought I was going to Is it run. C? And then, you know, and two other random... I was like, what? What? It's, it was really bad. So at the end yeah. of that, they go, "Hey, you've won all fifteen questions, and here's fifteen bars of the gold chocolate bars." So I was just like, Haha, yeah. "Good joke." You're a win. A win. I, if I'd actually been thinking, I, I wish I kind of given one to the small child that was at the front of the thing dressed in the star yeah, uniform, and he was like, "Fuck you, child!" Know, yeah. was like, one fact, every time I got a question right, he's like, "Yeah, you did it." I was like, "Yeah, man, thank you." I wish Aww. I could. So I shout if that child or their parents are watching i apologize i i on retrospect i would have given you a, some, well, that child was just watching and they just heard me swear so you know <laughs> well that's true yeah this is not a child-friendly show but at the end of it then they stopped and they didn't have any more contestants that was it my 15 questions and they were done i thought because it halfway through they said do you want to take your five gold bars and win it at that if i'd have known that i would have stopped and let someone else have a go <laughs> God, he just stopped us like was that it is no one else going up and was, answering the embarrassingly easy questions there was one point i think where he did that thing where it's oh do you want to t do you want to stop now or do you want to carry on and you said no carry on he said no he's going to clear us out <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the way it goes right if you like, that's how like, i thought well yeah. no because it's like that's how the, the game show works like you, whoever yeah. wants to be a millionaire it's like you go the four fifteen questions or you don't get anything or you bet you, you cash out i guess but I, think, no yeah, you could, I could have had five at one point so it could have cashed out at that yeah but it was just the case that they stopped and then what was it you found out cranky afterwards I don't know. What did I find out afterwards? About, wasn't it supposed to be for children or something? Oh, I, I didn't find that out for oh, sure, right. but I, I, it sort of clicked in my head. I thought, Idol oh, for you when he maybe that was children. meant to be for, for children. But why did they pig me? Why did they not say, why, is there any children in the audience? Because the Why didn't they make it clear? They should have definitely made... Either that, or they should have had a, like, a couple of different levels of questions. Yeah. Gone, right, he knows yeah, what he's talking about. Yeah, that would have been a nice way of doing it, yeah. Like, the final question, which is supposed... Like, the million-pound question, yeah. was... Yeah. 
what is the name of the Klingon homeworld? <laughs> it's like, come on, come on, make it a little bit harder. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, it was fun. That. It was good fun. But, it was, it was yeah. funny, but you wish, I was hoping that the questions were ramping up in difficulty. I think the one, the only yeah. one question that people, that actually threw some other people to, I was talking to in, in the pub afterwards, was like, what fuels the, what fuels the engines of a starship? And it's like, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Is it antimatter or is it dilithium? And I was like, well, it's antimatter, isn't it? Like, uh, but a lot of other yeah. people like saying, wow, we argued over that one. So that's well, so you need to be, Look at which engines, because if you're going to go with impulse engines, it's technically Deuterium. Uh, oh, there we go. Was, was a, there you go. This is why we should have made that quiz. Absolutely. There was a yeah. slightly controversial question as well in the one that was, oh, yeah. uh, what is the, um, like the, the, the area of space at the edge of the Milky Way? Oh, that's right, yeah. And it was like, um, is it is, is it, it the bad lands or is it... It's the and it, barrier. It, the, the, what he, he called it the Great Barrier, and you yeah. said the Galactic Barrier, and he was like, hmm... And, oh no, the guy in the audience shouted, no, it's the Galactic He's Barrier, right. not the Great Barrier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Shai. So they had, they had the answer wrong. One is from Final Frontier and one is from when we know one has gone before. Yeah, mm. okay, yeah, fair enough. Oh, okay. Mm. But one that didn't they go to, in Final Frontier, didn't they go to the centre of the galaxy? Not the edge of the galaxy. It did, yes. Yeah, so that's, yeah. The, yeah, that's the Great and that's the one's the Galactic. It's all, I mean, it's all politics. But anyway. <laughs> well, it's almost as if both, you should have named it slightly, slightly different rather than having like two GBs that yeah. have, you know, very different yeah. ends of the galaxy so next year i'm gonna do it again if they do it and it's the same next time i'm gonna go Look, guy. His gold bars in his bag and we went to the bar and that was that <laughs> shy says it was a contest for children and they chose idol what's the problem mm, yeah thanks shy <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Guess what? He gets to do that because he's not currently hosting today. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> he could have come on. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it was a great experience. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I think there was a lot of negativity going up to Destination Trek because of mm. previous things being cancelled and just the communication in general. But overall, everything was handled really well. I didn't go and do any yeah. photographs or anything like that. Did we? Like, I think because. Well, the queues ended up getting really long for those, didn't they? Like the photo ones were going. I was walking down the lines for the photos, just handing out cards. I was like, here you go, have one of these, have one of these. There you go, check us out, we're awesome. I promise. <laughs> Please believe yeah. me. Please believe me, honestly. There was, there, was, there was probably a few minor grumbles, I think, for, um, mm -hmm. from the organisation perspective. Things like um, any time there was a stage show, the sound and the general general oh, yeah. production was awful. It yeah, that stage terrible. I was on and it was just terrible. Like the speakers were in the ceiling. Yeah. Like it was really bad. And like um, the uh, the quiz thing where it was um, Terry Farrell and oh, Ethan Phillips versus JG Hurts. Oh my god! It was people started booing at one point. It was that bad. <laughs> they really did. I left at that it point. Was, me uh, telling me about that. And people started just walking out because it was terrible. And like they. They had this thing planned, and they had they planned to have this many people on stage doing a, a quiz, and they got everyone in the room went, oh, actually, the stage isn't big enough. We're going to have to do it on the floor where no one can see it. Yeah. They played Pictionary. <laughs> they played Pictionary with a light, because obviously you can't see, so yeah, they have a cameraman, so you can see it a bit bigger. They were, the yeah, cameraman yeah. couldn't white balance his camera, and they were using like a light green pen on a white background, so you just couldn't see anything they were drawing. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah well, light, it was the light... light. The light that was shining onto the board was yeah. the same colour as the ink, so it just washed out. Yeah. You couldn't see what they were drawing. So, like, I was just sat at the back, and like the stage manager and me is just screaming, going, "What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's going? What is this?" 
But overall, overall, mm. I mean, I didn't see any of the talks, but I heard they were quite good. There's a thread on Twitter by the Trekkie girls. Those girls we met that were dressed as the Star Trek Power, yeah. uh, Star Trek Spice Girls. Spice girls. Yeah, they yeah. were really, they were really fun. But um, they, mm. they've posted a Twitter link uh, about what, what was discussed at all the cons. Obviously, the actors, because of the strike, couldn't talk about anything Star Trek, so they talked about other stuff. Uh, uh, Nicole de Burr was wearing Christina Chong's hoodie, as in with Christina Chong's face on it, to promote her album, which I thought was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really lovely. That was really fun. I'm trying to think, oh, what else did we do apart from then just get massively drunk at the bar? <laughs> so, I don't know if I should bring this up because it wasn't okay. particularly PG rated, but I saw a lot of um, putting Trek Time business cards where they maybe should not have been going. <laughs> I'd gone to bed by this point, that was it. Okay. Uh, I don't know who was oh, the, the sticker, for that. Yeah, the sticker incident. <laughs> <laughs> I'd no, like no, to no, say stop, I stop. didn't. Stop. I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of like an intro to the, the start of a TOS episode, and instead at the top just goes the sticker instant. Between the Doomsday Machine, but instead of like the swirling vortex, it's got track oh time God. like logo coming at you. I need to work on that. Yeah, Mirror Ahura was very game. She, yeah, well, to be fair, she like she, she would come to these conventions. Like, I think she was telling us, and she she wouldn't know anyone. Well, she'd only know people she'd she would, met there. She was on her own. Yeah, yeah, she was on her own. That was crazy. But she, yeah. she knows she knows lots of people there, but she knows them from the convention Which circuit. But she went on her own. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. There's a few people like that. That takes a lot of girls to do that. Like yeah. cons can be quite intimidating. Mm. I think yeah. Once once you've been once, and then you want to go again. But yeah, I think we're definitely. I'm definitely going next year. Like this year was a kind of yeah. like I'll see what it's like. But next year's in Blackpool. We're already looking at like hotels and things like that. So it's it's yeah, it's good fun. I think it was one of the advantages of having the hotel where the convention was was really cool because I mean it's like I didn't have to take loads of stuff with me. I just go right, just yeah. chuck it in my room and just wander around, have a drink. Excuse me. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, okay. Shall we? talk about something else other than our amazing adventure that you guys missed out <laughs> no i don't want it to end i don't want it to end i didn't i didn't want it to end it's like i had the same uh, feeling i got when i go to festivals you get like sort of latitude or download or something like that and like, i get to like the monday and i'm like oh man i've got the festival blues now i wish i was back there like it was really it's like, it's like when you go on holiday somewhere good and you get to the last two or three days and you start thinking i should move here i could live here <laughs> and just have a permanent a holiday community somehow yes. yeah yeah <laughs> just live off replicator rations and, <laughs> and quips and O'Brien quotes. Jesus. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some news and things that have happened in the Star Trek world in the last month or so since we were last on. So, fun. Star Trek Strange New Worlds has finished. We are not going to be talking about season two on this episode, so we are spoiler free uh, for those. We will be having. We need to post up the Subspace Rhapsody review. We also need to do Hegemony as well. We've just been a bit rapid for time because some of us were having fun. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I think I'm the one holding up the Subspace no, Rhapsody no, thing. I need to get that well, started. No, no, that's fine. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we'll do Hedgehog, but we're also going to have our season two review at some point as well. So we won't we won't do anything spoilerific on the show until we've we've, we've done that. So hello, say that word again. Spoilerific. The, the word... No, no, the episode ten title. Hegemony. <laughs> is it? What is it? Hegemony. Hegemony. I'm pretty sure it's hegemony. Hego. I also have some hedger hoggies in my garden as well. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of the hedgy hoggies. The yeah. <laughs> Some katsu siete. Yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> this well, channel was built on that mispronunciation. <laughs> fucking hubris. Yep. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Admiral Clancy. However, 
we are not Star Trek deprived for long. Lower Deck Season 4 is starting on September the 7th, not that long away. Uh, recurring cast. We're also having Talis. Is it no? Talis? Talin? Talin? Joining the cast uh, as a regular? Yes, Talin. Talin, Talin. Is that yeah, the Vulcan lady? The, the, the renegade Vulcan who dares to talk back. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> She's clearly out of control. Uh, we saw a few good cosplays of her, actually, at the con convention as well. Mm -hmm. I saw a few of them going around. Oh, and there was um, an amazing Mariner as well. Like, had the hair and everything. Like, proper proper big nice. hair Mariner. That was very cool. Are That's you always... sure it wasn't Tony Newsom? I, <laughs> I think if it was, that would have been a different story. Um, but yes, Lower Decks is done. Guys, what do you hope for for Season 4? Because obviously, like I mentioned, we've got Talin coming on the main cast. There's definitely going to be an interaction. Guys, if you've seen the trailer, go and watch the trailer. But there's definitely going to be some interaction between the main cast and Talin and a little bit more on Tendi's Orion background. And this is where I'm going to let Stars talk because we feel like I've been neglecting you by talking about things you haven't been to. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot of interesting places that Season 4 can go. Um, I feel like we have a decent idea of how Lower Deck seasons go now. We get like you know, nine or so episodes of like slowly interweaving a lot of character development in one-offs and then you get your episode 10 and there's a galaxy-wide threat that we have to take care of. And that's fine. They do it a lot more naturally than the other ones. Like, you know, like we had the, the Texas class ships in one, and we had um, Badgie and the pack layers, etc. Um, so that's fine. Uh, on, a, on a more micro level, I want to see the fallout of Mariner and Jen and that oh, whole yeah. situation because yeah, we didn't, didn't really get a satisfying risk. Hmm. Didn't we really get a good resolution on that? No. And I'm very curious to see if maybe that's part of the reason why Talyn is being introduced in season four. I'm hmm. curious. Um, I want to see Bold Boimler continue. I want Bold Boimler to continue because it's like the best part. I love that it works out for him every time. Um, yeah, I want to see more, like, more, more Tendi, more Rutherford, uh, more everyone, honestly. Um, I, I don't think I'd be amiss to see someone get a promotion. I feel like, we, you know, Ooh. with three or four, uh, you know, seasons in, I wouldn't mind it if I someone mean, actually got a promotion at the start. Technically, Boimler already did get a promotion when he went to the title. Technically, but again. it doesn't count. That was a one-off gag. <laughs> yeah. Give, give it to Rutherford or Tendi. They deserve it. Yeah. They're, they're good people. Um... I imagine we're going to see Peanut Hamper come back with um, Adamus and probably like threaten oh, yeah, the entire yeah. universe. And the CBS yeah. logo. They, in there. Guess what? Modern Trek hates AI. It goddamn hates artificial <laughs> intelligence. It really does. If I have to watch another season finale, which is some sort of combined AI that's taken over Starfleet ships again. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's so, you know what? People have given Strangely Worlds a little bit of uh, flack for the way it's been handling the Gorn, right? Guess what? At least it's not fucking AI. Yeah. At least, the <laughs> at least it's doing something different to literally every other show. Yeah. <laughs> at least oh, they're not God. gathering every ship in the fleet into one place. Yeah. <laughs> every you wouldn't ship. even needed the board to kill that. It's like, you might as well just spend the trilithium explosion from generations. Like, boom, there goes Starfleet, I guess. Well done, guys. Uh, somehow, something, something. It was the Nexus. Never mind. <laughs> Um, what about the, always. it seems like they're setting up a bit more of a serialized plot as well because the sort of the opening starts with you know ships that are being destroyed around the uh, around the galaxy by this very mysterious looking uh, vessel so I wonder what you think if they're actually going to oh that's going to get one and done in one episode do you, you know it is like, oh yeah because that's where they always do it they always have like the trailer showing of oh there's a galaxy wide threat and it gets dealt with in the first episode <laughs> and then, because they want to hide the actual threat 
But I did spot the vertical D Derridex ship in there as well. You know, the class, it was based on a concept art of like the original D Derridex specs. Instead of being that way around, it's like vertical instead. And I thought that was quite a cool little nod. There's a lot, I mean, there's so many things. We're going to get Rom and Lisa in this season, which is probably like my favourite moment. Like, I want to hear Max and Chase Marston back at, back at the action. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of places. Um, okay, G guys, I need you to get me some deep pulls here. Cameos, who do you want? Ooh. Not who do you think, who do you want? Who do I want? Like, anyone on the table, dream match it, who do you think should appear on Lower Decks? It hasn't already. Strange New Worlds cast coming on to do a full animated show on their end. That would be fun. I wouldn't hate it. No. Definitely uh, wouldn't hate it. Garak would be a, a, a oh, good, yeah. he's, he's still got the voice. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's true, actually, yeah. I think, oh my god, they could do the Garak Bashir love story that they always meant to do. Yes, yeah. They could make it canon, they could actually. <laughs> wow, okay, yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, they could do uh, that. Get fucking Connor Trinir on and confirm oh, that Trip yeah. didn't die. He's still alive, <laughs> yeah. He's still alive in the 24th century somehow. <laughs> He's kept alive by pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret, isn't it? <laughs> pecan <laughs> pie and catfish. <laughs> Thank you, Trevor. Uh, who um, else would I want to see? I mean, we've had Martox. We've we've had. No, you know what? No, we had no, Houdini, haven't we? Have we? I want yeah. that one Voyager scientist with the puffy nose about interspatial <laughs> flexures. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. I want that guy to turn up. <laughs> Do you think... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Prax and Kashuk. <laughs> Somehow. Travis and Flotter. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, what? Oh, I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Yeah. Yeah, Harry Kim. Get Ethan uh... Get freaking Ethan Phillips. Why not? Yeah, yeah they could do... They could do, like, anyone from Voyager, really, they could do. Oh, they already did Tom, yeah. Let's get William Shatner. I mean, they've had George Shakai. Let's get William Shatner on. Let's get him doing something. I don't something. want Shatner. The <laughs> thing is, would that be the end of Lower Decks, though? Because they'd have blown their entire budget to get Shatner yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he still that expensive? I don't know. Is he still... How much is he worth? I, I, saw, I saw a clip of him today riding a horse carriage at 92 years old. Some, some like yeah. fair in America. I think he's still like, doing Priceline adverts out there, like <laughs> him and Kaylee Kuoko. Kuoko, can't spell it. I can't say her name. Kaylee Kuoko. Coco. Yeah, Coco. Coco. Woko Coco. How about that? Hegemony. Hegemony. <laughs> Hegemony. I said I had that. Professionalism. <laughs> Uh, we did. We did. Sit, what we were on the on the Discord the other night. We did sit and watch uh, the 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 episode. Oh, with up, Joe up the long ladder. Yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe. Oh yeah, the, yeah. We watched that one as well. That was that was quite funny. And the Royale, just to top off. The Royal actually is not a bad episode. Not as bad an episode as I thought. Not it was not gonna be. Episode. I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's good. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So Lower Decks is starting on September the seventh. Recently at a Comic Con event, the. Brothers Hageman and our good friend Aaron Waltke, who came on on the last charity show, were up oh, talking. Our good friend, we talked to him one final. <laughs> very good friend. He, he was, was very lovely, but we talked to him for the show. Our good friend. Uh, uh, he's everyone's good friend. Honestly, you talk to him enough. He's everyone's good friend. Yeah, he is a very friendly individual. And he's a he, massive nerd. So I do feel a kinship with him. You're not wrong about that. He is. He is great. But uh, they were talking to uh, talking about Prodigy season two, and sadly, still does not have a home. But they are very optimistic. A lot more optimistic than I thought they'd be about being picked up apparently cbs are shopping it around various places but they did show a sneak peek 
of season two showing off some somewhat so spoiler warning for anything prodigy season one if you've not watched it uh mute the next maybe five ten minutes depending on how much we're gonna go on about it but... i will go like this again when the spoilers yeah, are okay finished. uh yeah we saw uh a recurring character coming in uh voyager's own uh robert picardo is joining as the emh uh the original emh oh, mark no. one coming in as uh you can um... call him joe it's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Schneider, no, what was it? Uh, Schweitzer. Schweitzer, that's Schweitzer. the one, yeah. Van yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gogh, various other names. So, yes, Schmollis uh, was another one. <laughs> <laughs> he is coming in as a uh, replacement for Hologram Janeway, it seems like, guiding the Prodigy kids on their next adventure. And we also, also got a very nice look at the USS Voyager A, because we've seen the Voyager B in... Picard season three very briefly on on the screen as a Pathfinder class. But we so we know saw... that this ship is doomed. It's, it's, it's already dead. I mean, guaranteed doomed because something the kids are going to do. Like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be something wrong with them. Um, but yes, we saw a view which is an Lamar class, which was named after the actress. Uh, I forget her first name. Lamar, Penny Lamar, was... I believe, That's who is one. a massive uh, computing correct. Uh, historical figure correct as yeah. well as an actor and a scientist all in one so it's like yeah it's it's named after both but <laughs> yes it... if you don't know who hedy lamar is if you've ever seen blazing saddles that's who the hedley lamar joke is about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hedy lamar it's hedley <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we okay, saw a good look at there. the Voyage A, and it's a very nice-looking ship. Um, go look at the, the screenshots for that. It looks very familiar, very similar to the Intrepid class. It looks like a kind of evolution between the, the original and, and the B, but yeah, very, very fitting. I do, I do like that they're making an effort to kind of establish a nice design language for mm. ships, because it looks like it, it belongs to the Intrepid, but it also looks very similar to the Protostar. It looks just enough like the Zenghi Inquiry class yeah, from Picard. Like, I'm like, I know you said that. Like, I can see a continuity there, and I'm glad that like, they're... Because I know that was something, you know, it's something that ship nerds like you and I and everyone who was on that designing Starship's um, ship panel we had during mm. the charity stream was talking about. Like, yeah. there's a, you, it's important to maintain a continuity because while you love to have a big, striking design that, you know, stands apart, you need to be able to justify it and be like, okay, well, why would Starfleet design a ship like this? But mm. they, guess what? They're massive nerds over there, as we well established, and they are doing a good job of making sure that continuity is maintained. I think we weren't when we had Aaron on on the on the charity stream for an interview. We were, we were expecting like the usual usual thing when you get producers on for something. Oh yeah, we're gonna hype our brand. I think like no no no, this guy just went in depth on Trek lore and references. We were just like oh, oh yeah shit. no, it's like, it's like oh yeah, Voyager season six is one of the top. It was like, I'm like oh god wow okay yeah no that's a good fucking season well done. Yeah. <laughs> you have passed the test. <laughs> you have chosen wisely. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we still don't know. Very sad that we still don't know when Prodigy Season 2 is being picked up. I really hope it is soon. I hope we do get to see that sooner rather than later and we get the chance yeah. for Season 3. I mean, the, the, the Brothers Hageman have been out there talking about Season 3 and their plans for how they're going to revolve this show. Because, and again, if you've not watched it, bear in mind, okay, yes, it's a good show, but some of the second half of the season, some of the best track I've ever seen, like, it's that good. It's... Pure it is just that good. Yeah. It's it's it, it swings to the fences like almost as hard as like Stranger Worlds does in its way. I think. Well, I think like, different. I think it plays it more safe. I think it's stuck to the tropes. Excuse me. <coughs> it's stuck to the tropes more I don't know, than, I than maybe mm. Stranger Worlds did. It also also in a similar way to Lower Decks. Obviously, with the it's for kids, so it doesn't have the same humor, but it's got the same sort of um, 
all the little callbacks and little nostalgia yeah. trips and yeah. little Energy makes sense. for a for a Trek fan to go, oh, that's that, that's that. Yeah, you just you just spot all these little things. Well, it kind of splits the difference, really. It's like almost like the platonic ideal of Trek in mm. a way. But I do mm. feel like it did take a good few risks, like. Well, the fact that the first half of the season almost feels more like a Star Wars show, and then you see it I gradually know, yeah. evolve into a Star Trek show, I feel like is a very daring move. Because there's the well plot, whole plot with the Diviner, and I think anything mm. around the sort of the Diviner and that plot was probably my least favorite aspect of the show. Once they did yeah. the more classic, like the mm. yeah, well, the, yeah, I wasn't as keen, but like the you know when they did the holodeck episode mm. and they did the the mind swap episode, which was I think the mind swap one was my favorite one. Just for, <sighs> just for it might Mulgrew. be some of uh, Kate Mulgrew's yeah. like best acting. Yeah, it's Kate incredible. Mulgrew playing Dahl. <laughs> in yeah. Kate Mulgrew's body is just brilliant. Like, uh, why did they never do that in Voyager? Like, seriously, she could have been playing Neelix in Janeway's body. Could you imagine that? Kate Mulgrew playing Ethan Phillips as Janeway. <laughs> Can we get, like, the Kate Mulgrew one-woman show where she just plays everyone in an episode of Voyager? I bet you could do it. Someone tweet her now. Someone tweet her now and say that. <laughs> oh, no, wait till the actor strikes over. Then tweet her, then tweet her and say, look, you have to, you have to do this. <laughs> Must it is imperative. Yeah, I, th- I think the uh, Kobayashi Maru episode was, was my one, favorite yeah. one, with all the, it's uh, a really the holograms, good one, it... holograms of lots of mm. uh, hero crew. Yeah, well, it's also a case of like, I love when you can take an existing part of the mythos that has an established, you know, because it's about you know learning to accept defeat, and then you just spin it so it's a different lesson. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, you, you, you know, he's not quite at the point where he can accept that there's a no-win scenario and. You know, part of the debate about that is whether or not you think a low, no-win scenario is a thing that can actually occur or not. But it's like, no, let's talk about listening to your crew and actually like, like being a proper captain, not just about the kind of, kind of command decisions. And I feel like that that's like was like the first thing of, yeah, this is a show that really loves Trek, mm-hmm. of just we're going to really dig into the mythos and re-examine things in a very loving way, which they also very do with the... Um, the Enterpriseans in the second half of the season. Yeah. <laughs> Live yeah. logs and proper. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing, that thing. The Enterpriseans episode was, yeah, very classic. Like, you're right. You are right in the sense of swing for the fences because you've got to say, like, an episode where we're basically taking the piss out of TOS. Like, this group of people mm. have found these old logs and are reenacting it as a stage show, yeah. but with the very bad acting as well, you know, <laughs> yeah. doing that very hammy kind of thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're quite right. That is that. Watch out. Shy is in the audience. He will tell you that it's not bad acting. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. It's good acting to be bad. It's good to be a bad actor. Yeah. Good acting to be bad acting. Something like that. Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll see Prodigy season two very soon. Speaking, well, I think season two is like almost guaranteed. It's season three so. and where it's going to be a landing. That's the it depends. I think it depends yeah. if whoever's taking it on wants to condition to say like, oh, we want to invest in this. I mean, Amazon seems like the best bet for it. Really, uh, they've already taken on a lot of yeah. Amazon took on a lot of like the um, the streaming rights, especially in the UK for Lower Decks and uh, Picard, and I think Netflix maybe yeah. as well because they funded a lot of Discovery. They were sort of the proponents mm. behind that. And get out of Paramount bloody vice grip of death which we'll get onto that in a little bit um spoilers over by the way no more spoilers <laughs> no more spoilers yes oh yeah sorry yeah you can you can come back stop uh, stop on muteness speaking of enterprise which you mentioned x06 the makers of such wonderful models are as the ones they have done of say ds9 crew and the voyager crew uh have announced they are doing a new one they are doing shran which i've just put up on the screen now actually i will zoom that in sorry apologies for podcast podcast listeners there is a pretty good likeness pretty good yeah that's not um i've seen pictures of the actual Hmm. figure itself i don't think 
it's it's very detailed. So it's like I mean, I, I was like, I think the forehead is a little bit too big. Yeah, yeah, right. definitely. I think my diamond select shran is a better likeness than the likeness of that. It's Guess very, what? I'm going to call your bluff. Bring him out so we can check. Stars is Show your toys. Get out your little shran. Get your little shran. cabinet. Um. I mean, this not going to go on the level of Hot Toys. Hot oh. Toys is like the the pinnacle of just how good they can do it. And I mean, obviously, the the, the Star well, yeah. Trek like this is is not going to quite get there. We have the back guess of what, at least we're in the actual place where we can get proper Star Trek merchandise. Well, now. This is true. Yeah, we are. It's slowly, slowly getting there. By the way, there is Mr. Martok. <laughs> as hell, that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, show me this shroud. He's not going to yeah. fall yeah. over. Six, six, six to shame. Here. Yeah. Is Commander Shran? Hang on, let me let me blow you up while with it. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't on... know actually. That looks that yeah, looks like on par. I think I'm about on par actually. But mm. given that that was what probably like what twenty quid, cranky. Oh no, Shran's quite an expensive one. Mm. I think yeah. he was more like forty, maybe fifty. Yeah, but XO Six toys are like two hundred quid, aren't oh, they? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're really? museum oh, quality. They're quite expensive, I'm pretty sure. Let me no, yeah, say. yeah, yeah. What do we think about the phrase "museum grade"? Like that just seems yeah. like you're buying well, something. Yeah. Like it does seem like a bit of needless. Two hundred and fifteen US buckaroos, my friend. You could buy half a dustbuster for that. <laughs> you could buy <laughs> one eighth of a Borg Queen replica head. <laughs> Before XO6 started doing the Star Trek models, I very nearly invested in some of the back. To, they started, I think, with the Back to the Future uh, models, and they do an absolutely amazing Marty McFly model. Oh, and wow. I think they now do a Doc. They, I think they started with the Marty McFly, but they do a Doc Brown. Uh, and... It's funny you should mention Doc Brown because they actually have an XO6 of Commander Cruise, and it's a really good likeness. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a really good like. It's probably the same fucking sculpt as the <laughs> <Yeah>. Doc Brown one. <laughs> It's a shame they don't do full sets though. They t they tend to pick like they, they do a Picard, and yeah. they do they do like some key figures. But they don't do, like a full set of a crew or anything like that. Oh, they've got a motion picture Admiral Kirk here. Oh, have they done a Wayun? Could this be another way? Or oh, they are going to make a Wayun from this? Maybe yeah. this could be the, yeah. like you say, the same. And then they're going to make a pink. A pink. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no one would buy tank. No yeah, one buys tank. And they're going to do a brunt. Yeah. A brunt. Yeah, brunt would be one good one, actually. Uh, I would buy brunt. Yeah, yeah. I'd buy brunt. I do wouldn't you know, buy a fucking. I haven't seen a decent Ferengi model, actually. A figure. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're not that bad to do. There's a lot of detail in the ears, but it's not like you're mm. trying to. You don't have to spend so much time recreating the face as much, do like, you? Like, like... Diamond Selector and Art Asylum never made a. Uh, oh, the a Quark one that XO6 do is pretty decent. Okay. Oh, do they, have they got one? Uh, They've got a Quark, yeah. It's actually yeah, a pretty decent. Like, um, let me put it up on. Um, I'll, I'll send a link. Yeah, yeah. He does have a little shit smile going on. For like, you <laughs> yeah. put that up. Get, we, don't uh, worry, we're not sponsored by XO6. We're just nerds. We're, not, uh, we're oh, just, yeah. just obsessed. Oh, that Quark is quite good. I'll pop the link in the chat. It's not you can bad, see actually, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like right. there's a little bit of. It, it, I think it's like it's like ninety percent there. I love the detailing on the jacket. The jacket yeah. is a choice. Yeah, clothing is great. Like, can't fault that. The other thing with XO6 is they tend to do a lot of different, like, uh, extra, like, extra arms and extra hands and accessories and things. Why is so it's a really cool um, Captain Sisko that has, like, the, the captain's vest here, which oh, is wow. pretty cool. Why is mm. And he comes with the, the glass of whiskey from freaking In the Pale Moonlight. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. Here we go. Sub-trigger. 
<laughs> Get right I, they're not working now, are they? No, they are working now. They should work. Oh, they're okay. working now. They are working. Because apparently, I can't remember what the trigger is for it. We have lost our sex appeal, Captain. No, it's not that one. Hang on. Is it not this that one? one. <laughs> is, it, is it this one? Two. But... Ow! Uh, no, wait, wait. Hang on. Is it, is it, is it this one? No. randomize one this one i can't even find it did i even put one in there for this episode maybe i did oh this this one Here i'm we sure go. there's a there you go that episode was not badly written shut the fuck up Sigourney Weaver and I don't usually say that <laughs> alright moving on moving on hey Sorry, guys 20, have you been out there and bought yourself a hot Star Trek NFT where you can get one of their really cool looking NFT AI generated starships and you can uh, no uh, no no? Anyone? No? Right, yeah, I'm seeing... Anyway, well, they're shutting down anyway. It turns out NFTs are a massive fucking scam that people that bought them should Ooh, really rethink yeah. their life choices. Yes, Recur, uh, which started the line of Star Trek NFTs back last year, which looked... And they looked... If anyone ever saw them, like the images, you know... They, they were ugly. They were yeah. ugly fucking starships. They were just really bad. Not even... <laughs> I would even say the Jaeger class is better looking than them, and I hate the Jaeger ooh, class. Like, ooh. that is... Um, yeah, that is now shutting down. You can no longer buy, list, or use your non-fungible asset or fungible or whatever it is they use to to buy and sell or what is basically you've bought... you paid money for a JPEG to be worth nothing. So, huzzah, who would have thought that line. would be coming? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, Shatner, that's, uh, he would do Shatner that. Shatner was shilling NFT, still is. He's got weird ones. Him in some weird, like, Borg, like, not even Borg, it's like weird android costume thing but yeah he's and yeah it, it, it's really bad um so that's that's shutting mm. down huzzah they're not making money who'd have thunk it the whole thing is a scam and that's Crazy. about as much as i'm going to talk about that because uh, yeah if you don't know what an nft is uh, are you not going to mention that amazing parody someone did where they have quark and odo have like oh, yes. um a conversation about it <laughs> they stole my apes odo <laughs> <laughs> Very good impersonators. <laughs> you pay for a receipt? Why did you pay for a receipt? Fucking <laughs> vote moon. Uh, tis the season. Well, it's not. It's not. It's too hot to be the season. But we're getting. August. It, it's August. It's oh, we're God. boiling. I'm wishing I was wearing shorts. However, however. Advent calendars are a hot thing on the heels of last year's Borg advent calendar, which actually we saw some for sale, didn't we, at the convention? The, mm. the thing and that they are very expensive. They are very well. expensive. Okay, that's a really cool like, advent calendar. Though. Kind of is a little bit. It's a nice design. If you look on the screen, it is the USS Enterprise D's uh, shuttlecraft, which is the advent calendar for mm. this year. You can buy from Insight Editions again, not sponsored, just putting it out there for people who want to which know. Which shuttle is that? I can see like a, a, a livery on the side. What uh, is that? That I, is. Can't zoom, I can't zoom in far enough, unfortunately. But yes, this is the... Uh, it's one of those ones. Yeah, it's one of them. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no, but it looks like it has a name on it, but I can't see what it's written. Could it be the... Is it the Goddard? Yeah, the Goddard was uh, Scottish. It might be it? the Goddard, yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is... I mean, bear in mind, you know what you're going to get out of this. It's not going to be worth the money you pay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. That's fucking cool. it out of his ass. It's like, what are these? <laughs> 
it's what I realised about Cranky when we went around the conventions. Like, you've got a lot of Star Trek stuff, don't you? Like, what around? I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. I got all of half, these. Half of it's in the attic in boxes. <laughs> the L. Um, but yeah, this is a hundred and fifty dollars. And generally, if you know you pay this much, you're not going to get that stuff back in like stickers and bottle. And sh- uh, bottle well, do you want to know what you sh- get? Uh, let's have it. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it because a lot of people do like to know, open their boxes mm. and so But there are, there is a, of the stuff you get with it. They're only making 1,701 of these. You know, seven oh one. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You get you get twelve plus exclusive collectibles, a signed art print by Star Trek artist Ryan Denning. Um, apparently, it is high. Right, get this: the premium quality gifts are made from deluxe materials, including ceramic, metal, and fabric. The combined retail value of more than two hundred and fifty dollars. This luxury <laughs> gift and excellent value. Yeah, and yeah, I think it's a cool the deluxe thing. Metal, deluxe metal, not your average shit aluminium. Like the no, standard no, no, metal. deuterium. This is this is the high. This is the good shit. Um, yeah, deuterium is not a metal. You mean transparent steel? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a well. Have you even been it's watching not... RSDA streams? I would have been. I would have been. Yeah, that's true. Actually. <laughs> I would have failed that question on the uh, who wants to be a latter millionaire um, celebrity yeah. edition. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this advent calendar is out soon. I don't think, like, I didn't go for the Borg one because I don't think you get the value out of it. Or I, mean, I imagine yeah. it'll probably cost twice as much. It is a fun thing. I appreciate people Spoiler doing alert, them. advent calendars have never been worth the cost, no matter yeah. how old you are. Because like you could just go out and buy multiple bars of chocolate like an adult. Yeah. But guess what? It's all about but the fun. But that's no fun. Where is your sense of fun, exactly. man? Exactly. It's literally said. So my one regret in life is it was buying the beer advent calendar uh, a couple of years back because I, I remember just, you hated that yeah I, oh I didn't hate it I loved it but I, I I regret it because I would open my daily beer and I'd go hey here's my beer but I could never just have one so I had twenty four mm. days of solid drinking like ver- several beers a night because I can't just drink a beer a night and I'm not going to put it on the shelf to sit there no no this is the this is the December the seventeenth beer this is when I'm going to drink it um, anyway gone off on a little bit of a tangent there. Um, you can, yeah. There's some there's always comes back there. to beer on this stream. It, it really does. In fact, I'm going to open another one in a minute. But there, are, yeah, there's some stuff in here. If you like, let's you're say, drinking after the weekend we had. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've here got the dog wind, to beat you. I've got, wind down, got a wind down. Uh, if you like small dice, if you like prints, if you like postcards and shuttle rubbers and shot glasses and socks, then yeah, this is a thing for you. Shuffle rubbers is a little bit <laughs> reusable. Well, it's, it'll, it'll wear out eventually. What size? What size do they come in? Uh, what the rubber? I need a magnum <laughs> size. From, Are we talking about the socks here? From my class two shuttle condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only buy class threes. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm a, a runabout man myself. Late one night. Sorry, sorry, do you have any class three shuttle brothers? <laughs> I'm more of a runabout man myself. I take a runabout. <laughs> oh, <laughs> show it off. Sorry, I go for the classics. I'm class F and nothing else. You know, give me the old Galileo. <laughs> Galileo 7, am I right? How big's the shuttle bay? Anyway, uh, let's get swiftly on. <laughs> Oh dear! Um, Jesus. Uh, let's talk sorry, about sorry, that got very blue. I apologise for it. it, it, it. Is, hey, listen. If you are the small child that Idol stole fifteen bars of chocolate from, I apologise. <laughs> Bless him. If he, if you're there next year, I'll make it up to you. Um, 
I forgot what I was going to say now. Let's look through the show notes. That's usually a good sign. Okay. <laughs> Isn't he right? Paramount Plus. What's what's Who's a better duo? Paramount Plus and selling parts of their company off. Uh, Paramount are now selling the their long-lasting, very popular publisher, Simon & Schuster. For people that don't know who Simon & Schuster are, they print it's a book company, right? It is. Yeah, yeah it's a book, book and multimedia company. They print every single one of the Star Trek, uh, like non-fiction books, uh, things like that, uh, Penguin and Random House, and things, things like that. So, I mean, years and years ago, I was buying Simon and Schuster, like the Omnipedia or the Interactive Technical Manual, things like that. Um, this is another thing that they've. But the, the the worst thing is they're not just selling it off; they're selling it to a. Pro, what is it? What hang on? What's the exact term? I think it is a. It's like, like a private equity, a private equity firm, which generally says <sighs> they're going to take it, gut it, kill it, and move it on. So, a lot of uh, one thing I hope is that the rights they had for Star Trek is going somewhere else. But at the moment, if you're into like your, uh, you know, it was the first first company that that novelized the motion picture and you know all the James Blish books as well, things like that. It's another example of Paramount cutting things out. And not really thinking what they're doing because Simon and Schuster have been an absolute amazing publisher for various things in the Star Trek literature world. Do you think that like eventually they're going to end up at this point where they're going to be in like the Marvel situation where it's like, hey, look, we can't, we don't have all the rights to all of our various bits and pieces of yeah. properties. Like, well, the way they're treating Prodigy and the way they're doing this whole book thing now, and it's like, what have we got left? The, the fact that, oh, look, we're Marvel, we don't own Spider-Man or X-Men because we're dumb. No, they, are, they are literally chopping up one of their biggest franchises that they could make yeah. so much money off. Yeah, if they got better at merchandising alone, they need you merch. Know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and you know, awful. is it going to be like it's? They're, they're not dreaming. They, you know, there's not going to be like a situation that Marvel had back in 2008 where they're going to take all the B-list heroes and make a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. So we're not going to have you know um, just because we've been talking about like you know the Pink movie, <laughs> the, the, the remaster <laughs> of Harry Mudd going out there the and making like loads movie. of money. They will need some <laughs> stuff. But you're right. This is just another, and this is kind of another sign that points to maybe the kind of death knell of Paramount as the people are trying to gut and mm. sell bits of it away that Star Trek and CBS need to kind of go like just slowly step away and move and just go to some... step away from the multimedia company let's go to Apple they seem to have a budget I mean yeah at this point I'd be almost happy for Disney to take over uh, we, we spoke about uh, this before, uh, I don't know we? about that <laughs> no uh, guess what I don't think there's anything quite as embarrassing as um Rise of Skywalker and the Star Trek Uru. Maybe uh, Into Darkness. Maybe. I just I just finished That's up there. I've been playing Lego yeah. Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, and I just finished the Rise of Skywalker section in there, and that was How much like... did you enjoy the uh the I don't like sand yeah. crack during the <laughs> the montage? Yeah. yeah. That was much more enjoyable than watching that film. But anyway, we're not a Star Wars podcast. Let's let's carry let's carry on. Um but yeah, this is this is another another chip off Paramount like selling stuff off that without realizing that hey this fandom needs this stuff who else who else is going to print my first contact book actually i don't think this was simon issues oh no oh no it's pocketbooks pocketbooks is the other one that sounds like but who else is gonna who else is gonna publish my william shatner's uh uh, Star Trek memories inside the story of the classic TV series, which I won from the Retrek guys for just for, <laughs> for just being there, <laughs> for participating. I wonder if that's the version where he lies about how much he's friends with Leonard Nimoy. Hang on, uh, yeah, it literally is. I, I was reading the first page of this. Uh, it literally says, "Oh God!" Uh, it says instant. 
Uh, my piece is shattered by the brain-piercing electronic screeching that blares and buzzes from my evil digital alarm clock. Quickly, I spring into action, tossing around heroically, and finally employing the desperate maneuver known as the old pillow over the ears trick. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm, go I'm going to be reading lots of that. That's going to replace the Shatterverse books in my, uh, so, in my, in my You know treatise. what? I, 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 when I was in school, I got told that I was a very good writer with one exception. There was one thing I did that drove everyone who read my stuff, like all my essays, all my homework. Was it you were trying to put Worf, fucking uh, crazy. Worf and Garon slash fiction in? <laughs> no. Oh. Worf Garon? No, it's all about Worf Martok. Oh, of course, sorry. Um, <laughs> so, it's that I, I would um, massive run on sentences. I would have, like, Mag sentences that... Is a Thank you, JJ. <laughs> um, I would have massive run-on sentences with tons of, like, separations with semicolons and dot-dot, you know, ellipses and, you know, dashes and all these various different ways of artificially lengthening a sentence to the point where, like, you'd have, like, a massive paragraph that long and it'd be, like, two sentences when you actually broke it down. Mm. That's what that sounded like. That Shatner freaking thing, that sounded like me writing my, like... 15 year old essays because I just would not just fucking a stop page. a sentence. Let's just flick to a random oh, page. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, the neck pinch, for example, came about while we were filming The Enemy Within, in which Kirk, on the first of many occasions, gets split in two. One half becomes the good guy captain, the standard loyal, brave, and true version, but the other half was essentially the malicious opposite of Kirk, probably television's first evil twin. Pretty sure that's not true. Um, at any rate, that's written not, into no the script was a scene in which evil Kirk was about to kill the nice Kirk, but if he does, we'll never get Humpty Dumpty back together again. <laughs> evil Kirk had the green wrap, didn't he? Did, they did, both did, didn't they? I think you know. I think they were both wearing the same uniform. I'd have to rewatch. Yeah, yeah. It's coming up for us. Oh, no, wait, no, they're both wearing yellow because, like, if I recall, Evil mm. Kirk in timelines is wearing the yellow. Yeah, and one of them's wearing slightly darker. That's how I remember the skin. He's, yeah. he's got the crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's, it's William Shatner. It's absolutely most subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we, we, that's coming up for us on our Trek Trek rewatch. I can't wait for that. That's going to be oh, so fun. Uh, yeah, so let's go for some interesting tidbits. Did you know that Timothy Oliphant from... Is that how you say that surname, by the way? Is Oliphant, it, I is it Oliphant, Oliphant. Is it Oliphant, not like elephant, but Oliphant? Like the Lord of the Rings animal, yes. Oliphant. <laughs> <laughs> Master Frodo, it's one of them. Oh, you have Timothy it's Oliphant. Oliphant. <laughs> one. <laughs> Just keep him away from Legolas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fun fact: Mr. Timothy was uh, in the running for playing Kirk in the uh, Kelvinverse relaunch back in 2009. People wondering how that would turn out. Turns out he would have. He was originally going for the role of Bones. He was sent the script for Bones, but um, was told by J.J. Abrams, "No, we've got a guy for that. Do you want to read for Kirk instead?" So it was between him and Chris Pine, but Chris Pine won out. So just a fun little, fun little tidbit there that was revealed fairly recently from. Uh, Timothy's uh, uh, from somewhere. Hang on, I'm reading this. Somewhere. I feel really uncultured that like my only real exposure to Timothy Oliphant is the really bad 2007 Hitman movie. Oh, <laughs> I know he's a really good actor. Is it was he is like Justified? I think he's in. He's that, in. He's, he's also be really in the Mandalorian good in. as well. He plays. Um, I know him from that. Yeah, he's really yeah. good in that. But that's what I know from. But yeah, uh, I feel very un. Yeah. This was uh, yeah, the other the, franchise. Was, uh, that was actually yeah, Cobb Vance from the other franchise. Die Hard Four. He was in apparently. Walt says, "Wow." Um, 
sorry, I try only to watch good movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I started to watch that, but anyway, this was just a subtle segue to launch into Star Trek 4. Watch, watch, watch. Latest news on the Kelvin vs. 4th film. Ah. Anyway, yeah, so recently... There is news. Kind of isn't, actually, but I just there was something, so I had to mention it for those that are keeping interest in whether there will be a Star Trek 4 or not. Spoiler alert, there's not. Zachary Quinto was recently on stage at the fifty at the mission convention in Las Vegas uh, talking to uh, Ethan Peck, of all things. They had a Spock, uh, a Spock meet Spock moment, which was apparently very endearing, that, yeah. and he was cute. very complimentary to Ethan Peck and saying, like, he also played a lot of compliments to Leonard Nimoy, saying, um, yeah, just how influential he was for the character and how it really sort of, joining this family, built his friendships with other cast members, and he has a lot to thank for Leonard Nimoy for that, for and, mm. and Gene Roddenberry as well. But yeah, but the other part, as he said, about a future of the Star Trek film. He says, it's complicated. The fact that anything good gets made is kind of a miracle. I think it's about different people having different agendas and ideas about what it will be, and I don't know if and when it will happen, if it coalesces again, and we come back and we're able to do it. Wonderful. If not, we had a great run. So there's your Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Rangie. Okay, guys, let's get get down to brass tacks, shall we? Why do we need the Kelvinverse? Why do we? Justify its existence there in 2023. There was a time, the dark times. The yeah, dark no, no, times. yeah, yeah, during the dark times, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But justify its existence now in 2023. It's kind of fun. Beyond was fun. Beyond was 2016. Beyond was good, oh, but... Yeah, was <laughs> okay. Let me ask you a question. Is there a single episode of Star Trek Strange New Worlds that you would, rather, that you would not watch over um, Beyond? Oh, I wouldn't watch the episode where yeah. they kill the child in for, to feel the What out of 20? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. No, I'd probably still watch Subspace Rhapsody over Beyond, I think, <laughs> as well. That would probably have been my second choice, but no, I think I'd rather watch that. I like Beyond. Beyond's really good. Beyond's really good, but the thing is, it's like, no matter oh, what, whatever they try and do, it's like, it's still just not, it's still TOS, but done differently, whereas mm. Stranger Worlds is just that bit different. It's like it, it completely negates yeah. the need for Kelvin. It completely negates I, the need I for I think yeah. there is room for a grand almost motion picturesque, but obviously without the without the artistic flair. But there's a sort of a grand story to tell about advanced humanism with that Kelvin curse being a more mature and maybe we can get like an Admiral Kirk from Chris Pine now, can't we? He could easily pull that off. We could see I actually mm. saw fan art of what it would look yeah. like with Chris Pine and um Zachary Quinto as like TMP era. Yeah. And it's like it's a cool idea, but they would never do it. I would I would like to see you know, I'd like to I see those no characters again. I know they are characters we know, but I like their interpretations of them. I would like to see. Yeah, I kind of like Paul more. Wesley and, and Ethan Peck more. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I get, I, no, that's absolutely fine. I, I do as well. I th- I think, like I like I like Chris Pine's Kirk for for it being different. I think he's good. I, I like Paul Wesley as well. I, I like they're different. I like it's, it's spun off as a different universe, and yeah. we can see them do so. Hopefully, they won't do the whales again. Like they have basically repeated every theme from each Star Trek movie from the one, two, and three. But yeah. hopefully, four will be something different, a bit grand, and an idea maybe to tell a story like a good old classic Harlan Ellison story, like City on the Edge of Forever mm. or something like that. Something could branch out and do their own thing. Maybe not the Tarantino idea. <laughs> Definitely not. Well, yeah, the Tarantino idea. Actually, was I, I was quite looking forward to that. 
for something. I think it'd be an interesting yeah. curio. I don't think it would advance yeah. the franchise in a meaningful no. way. No, no, definitely not. And it wouldn't. But it would be interesting sort of to see. No, see. you know what? Get Tarantino in to direct like a motion picture length episode of Lower Decks featuring freaking um Anna and Shax doing their holiday thing. Oh, that'll yeah. that'll yeah. scratch his yeah. That'll that'll do it. <laughs> You can get plenty of feet shots of Ta'ana's feet. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, right. Um, poor thing. <laughs> but, yeah, like, no, no spoilers, but there's now only, like, what, three characters from Kelvin that we, that we have in Kelvin that have not appeared in Stranger yeah. Worlds now? Yeah. It's, like, spoilery kind of thing for episode 10. Mm. There is another character mm. um, that turns up. Um, but, like... I don't know. I don't see the point. Like everyone's like, "Oh, Star Trek Four. I'm like, "I don't care. I'd rather have yeah. like a Strange New Worlds movie. I'd rather have a Discovery movie. I'd rather have a Lower Decks movie. I'd rather have a yeah. Prodigy movie. I'd rather have anything. I think it's. I'd rather I, think have it's anything like that. I don't. I don't think it's linked to that. I think it's. It's different from. Uh, like it's a different studio to the the, the 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 TV the company. I think that would be handled by someone like Bad Robot. You know, it would be a whole thing. I I just like would like to see an evolution of those characters. You know, I I I liked O Nine. There are parts of Beyond that were good for the character values, and there were. Oh, I think Beyond you know, is actually a very good movie Beyond, overall. Sorry, but it's in, like if dark, I think about in, how much Into Darkness. Sorry, I meant there were some. Shut up. There were some up, some good parts up, in there. Shut but, up. Shut um, up. What's, what's Into Darkness? What's that? I'm, I don't know. I've never, <laughs> never heard of that. I know, it's like the, it's like the Matrix sequels, isn't it? They never made it. It's weird that they just have I mentioned three. Have I told my Carol Marcus story? I think you did, but tell it again anyway. Yeah. So uh, I was like squirming in my seat during the entirety of the introduction. I, like, I just don't enjoy this. Like I had like an immediately strong bad reaction to it. Um, I think the nadir of it was when they trotted out Alice Eve as Carol Marcus and. For context, I love Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan is my favorite Star Trek movie. Um, I think that it has so much like maturity and depth, and the themes in it like resonate with me really strongly. Are you even kidding? though I don't? Yeah, the you're going there already. <laughs> Thank I just you. To use that um, <laughs> but um, even though the TOS cast is probably my least favorite on 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 balance, you know, I still just really love Wrath of Khan. Mm. Um, and the conversation that Kirk and Carol have on on the regular asteroid about you know feeling old and about David and all that like it's one of my favorite conversations in all the fiction. So like that mm. character really resonated with me. It was like one of the first times I was aware that oh yeah, women could be like amazing scientists. They could be on par with you know like the greats of of science. They could be single mothers. They could be. Um, proud of what they were in, in a way that a man could. It was like a kind of a. I was a very young when I saw it, so it was a big kind of moment. Like, mm. like she was kind of an idol for me. And then I got to see her take a kit off. <laughs> so, no, Into Darkness does not have any redeeming features in it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Klingons are good in Into Darkness. I like the Klingons. Uh, but yeah, I forgot an original point. Just do a Strange New so. Worlds movie. If you want to yeah. split the difference, just do a Strange New Worlds movie. I, I, everyone would be happy with that. Do it on streaming, do it in cinemas, people will go out and watch it. Yeah. Do you think the, do you think the Section 31 movie is ever going to happen? I have more faith in that than Star Trek 4. <laughs> yeah, you're probably yeah, even yeah, a bit yeah. higher there. Definitely, definitely. Well... Uh, thank you both for joining us, everyone in chat, everyone viewing. Uh, thank you very much for joining us for this uh, month's edition of the Star Trek Trek Time Show. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back um, this weekend. We got two things going on this weekend. We do, believe it or not. We do actually. We do. Saturday, I believe we are going to be watching along, watching along, and reviewing Hegemony. What, what Hegemony. Hegemony. 
hedgehogamy, hedgehogamy, hedgehogamy. <laughs> we'll call it that now. Um, and I cannot believe it. Uh, we will be watching that, and yeah, come and join us. Uh, for that on Saturday evening or Saturday afternoon at the usual time. And, oh, sorry, that gets the energy going, doesn't it? And also on Sunday, we will be having Star Trek Adventures with these two numbskulls with Star, uh, stars GMing down below me on part three of our adventure. You can actually yep, catch three, the yes. previous two adventures on our YouTube channel if you need to catch up. If not, you don't really need to. We just go and do some wild things. We have and fun. We have a lot of fun and it's very amusing. Um, Cranky is playing. Billy Archer, the descendant of uh, Billiam. Billiam Archer, yes. I of, do. I do a lot of asking how many dice I need to roll. Yep, he does that. <laughs> I'm playing a, an arsehole of a Delton first officer, <laughs> and stars as everybody else. I uh, know we've also got some other characters on. I think. I think it's Auto joining us this week. His as his Gorn. We will see if he returns as Bjorn Gornson Vulcan Bjorn, Gorn hybrid. We will find yeah. out closer to the time. Nifty and Jenos will be joining us. Yeah, that'll be brilliant. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Yeah, so we'll be two. back on Sunday for that. And then following Wednesday, Meet and Stars will be returning to Klingon on a guard. Uh, and we'll be playing some of that. Uh, and will I get to watch you stumble over the control sheet? I haven't played it in a month. It's a first person shooter. I'll be fine. As long as I can work out mm. where the killing button is, I'll be absolutely fine. So come and watch that. That's the Star Trek way. Absolutely. It's the Klingon way. <laughs> It is the way of honor. Uh, we'll be back with that. For all other events, I'll be updating the event schedule shortly. We have uh, the next Timelines Talks and the next uh, Star Trek Game Show, and I'll be putting some more in there over the next few months. We are starting to talk about this year's awards show as well, because uh, every year we do an award show, because why not? You kind of have to. I'm thinking it might be a little more Star Trek related, less Timelines related. We'll see. We'll, we're going to make those decisions, um, but we'll see. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We will see you soon. Live long and prosper, and most importantly, terrible. live logs and proper. Live logs and proper, <laughs> whichever way you want to do it. We love you all the same. Bye bye. It's all set. What's all set? I got Hooker lined up with a dude who's going to give him the deal of a lifetime and a new Porsche. A Porsche? Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you should wait. You might get a better deal through the state. Yeah? Yeah, we just did some story on a guy who's selling stolen Porsches off a lot on Maine. Real sleazy character. What's his name? Um, Delvin. Kelvin, um... Melvin? Melvin? <laughs>